This is the Intentional Disruption Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Demo. Today's conversation is going to be around the power of mentorship and how you can make an impact in your community for individuals that have a definitive need for the special gifts that you bring. And I'll also talk about how that same activity can make a massive impact in the success of your business. You know, this week is going to be a very big week for me personally, um, specifically with the recording of podcast episodes. Recently, I've been asked to be on multiple podcasts and then also for uh, folks that wanted to come onto the Intentional Disruption podcast. This week, I'll be recording five guest interviews to space out over the next couple months. I could do a two a week, but I like the idea of something clean and concise on a Monday to help you kick off your week and drive excellence inside of your practice. If you'd like to see some of these live, whether it's my one-on-one recordings like we're doing today or the ones with a guest, please reach out to me. Uh, MichaelDemo.com is a cool way to get a hold of me. Uh, There's a contact page and everything there. Let me know if that'd be something that would bring value to you because I do have the capability, obviously, to do so. I just haven't done it yet, candidly. Um, Going live isn't something I do terribly often just because when I record a lot of these items, a lot of people aren't awake yet. For example, today is Sunday. It's six in the morning and I've been working for a little bit over an hour. And this is part of my zone of genius time that I reserve for myself. But today... I was inspired to move the episode that I had set to go for tomorrow to talk about this topic. And the reason being is while I was putting together my son's big boy room as he moves out of his uh, nursery and getting the nursery ready for my daughter, I reached out to somebody that was very important to me. And through having a conversation with that individual, I realized the impact that this individual made on me. And I wanted to share it with you as a way to pay for that opportunity to make a massive impact in somebody's life, even if you don't realize it at the time. Let me set the scene for you. It's 1993, which might predate a couple of the people that listen to this podcast. That's totally cool. I get it. I, however, was 11 years old. And as you've heard in some previous episodes, my family life was rather fragmented, to put it kindly. I was in a split custody situation where I spent weekends with my mom and my stepdad and then uh, the rest of the week with my dad and my stepmom. Tons of time at my grandparents' house too. So there was 
a lot of incongruities in my life and a lack of feeling rooted in one place, if you will. And that's a theme that I've talked about in other podcasts, but I had a lot of good people in my life, but there was no North Star for how to act really outside of my grandpa. Sorry, mom. Stepmom. that mom? I'll, sorry. But from that standpoint of like the person you'd put on a pedestal, there, there was my grandpa as far as who to be, how to be. But as far as what the heck to do with your life, I had nothing. My dad had business that failed or would fail. My stepdad saw him just like working to the bone with his construction company and like a lot of chaos in that environment. And I didn't have a path forward. And I think people started to notice that. You know, in the moment, you're always focused on what's happening now that you don't have the ability to detach and see. So 1993 was middle school for me. That awkward sixth grade year where, you know, new school, trying to figure out where you fit in and everything, that gawky stage, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, your boy was there. I was totally there. And the school, uh, Danbury Public Schools, had a program that I ended up being one of the earliest members in. Don't mind the noises, I pick up the plaque. But the Danbury Schools and Business Collaborative, uh, DSABC. And it was a mentorship program for, I guess you would call it at risk youth to be partnered up with somebody from the local business community. And in my case, it was a gentleman named Mike Agliardi. Now, Mike worked at Pitney Bowes, which was just down the way. And I still remember, oh, Jesus, almost 30 years later, that in the early 90s, he worked at Pitney Bowes doing the software engineering behind the machines that would sort mail. Which doesn't seem like a big thing, but do you remember what your computer looked like in 1993? I know mine didn't exist. We had some computers at school. I played a mean game of Oregon Trail. Um, There's also a tanks game. Uh, I was in the Gifted and Talented program, so we got to play with some pretty cool stuff. But I didn't know anything about programming. He did. And it was really cool to be able to get context into what I would call more white-collar jobs. Everybody in my family was a deep, dark blue-collar worker, um, with the exception of my uncle. And I really didn't know what he did. So the only examples for what you would do in the world is labor. That That's where I came from. And it was very interesting to me to 
learn that there were these information type jobs out there. You know, in your life, you're only aware essentially of your surroundings and the things that you're made aware of. I was doing a call yesterday and, you know, the conversation came up, how big is the universe? It's exactly as big as one ear to the other inside of your head because perceptions create reality. And that's where I was. You know, I had ambitions, you know, to be doing something, but I had no clue what that was. Because my universe, my understanding of what the world could offer was very small. And among the people that were in the, it was called the Summit Program at Danbury Schools, essentially the people that on like the standardized testing scored in the high 90s or I don't know how they figured all that stuff out, but I was a distinct outlier in that peer group. Most of the people that had kids in there were engineers, lawyers, doctors, successful business owners, things of that nature. Um, I was the kid that got free lunch because my family didn't really have anything. And I mean, in so many ways, I was an outlier to that group. It's it's amazing. Uh, Most of them ended up being the top 10 graduating from my high school class. And I had similar test scores, but because I didn't have that same structure, that same institutional knowledge of how to be successful, I was just a hot mess. And that's where Mike Gagliardi comes in. We would sit down weekly. Uh, During middle school, he would come up to my school and we do lunch in the library and just talk and you know it gave me somebody that I could have conversations with that was like a cool guy uh he was a drummer in a band in addition to doing his you know actual work but like he also was able to give me insights into what the world could be and like just somebody to bounce all the crap off of that you know I could open up to you know I don't personally think therapy works because the therapist can't be as real with you as they might need to be to get you where you want to go and with Mike you know I could have that raw conversation and get things off my mind or even just have a neutral place to feel comfortable. Now that relationship actually continued through the schools through when I graduated in 2000. So that's essentially seven years, which made Mike Gagliardi the most stable and consistent adult figure in my life through that time frame. And it's interesting to say because, you know, nowadays a lot of people, at least in the popular culture and in the corporate culture, they look at ways to break people out intersectionally 
and break you down into your whatever affinity groups and take the whole person and cut them up to create the, I don't know if you want to call it the power rankings of disadvantage. But there were a lot of things that I had going for me and there were a lot of things that I had not going for me. And that structure and guidance were definitely among the lacking items. But that's something that I got from Mike. Now he let me see that there's other ways to go about doing things and it made a massive impact in me to realize that I didn't have to go on the same path that my parents were going on. And as you sit there, is that something that you could give somebody else? Speaking in, you know, 2022, we just saw a lot of family-owned businesses shut down permanently. You know, the biggest thing that came out of the last two years were these lockdowns that they didn't hurt the Wall Street level company that gave political donations, ironically, but the core of our community got ravaged by these shutdowns. And it removed the opportunity for generational wealth inside of a lot of these small communities because when the mom and pop store goes away, you know, the mom and pop pharmacy leaves, CVS comes in, the mom and pop coffee shop go away and Starbucks comes in. So we're losing these leaders in our community. We're losing the opportunity for people to have generational wealth and reinvest in their communities. But that's something that Mike Gagliardi gave me as a mentor for all those years in the late 90s, well, I guess early to late 90s, into 2000. And you, as a business owner, as a highly compensated employee, whatever you want to look at yourself as in this moment, you also have the ability to be a mentor and a leader to somebody in your community. When I was at UConn, I took a part of programs inside of the Stanford, Connecticut area to do the same thing as a way to pay it back. And especially if you're you know, taking time to develop yourself, there's opportunities for you to make a massive impact in the lives of some of these kids. You know, kids that are going through that awkward middle school stage, for example, and are trying to find who they are, but they only have the frame of reference of their home life. How powerful would it be if you could impact that person, even if it's for a short while, just to let them know that there's another opportunity out there. It doesn't have to be the same thing. You know, all the love and respect to the single parents, whether it's single dad, single mom, but a man needs to be developed by a man. I'm sorry to say it that way, but we need that male role model in our lives. I needed that, and I had a dad and a stepdad. 
if you're a man in this world, you can make a massive impact in the next generation of men. Women, if there's not a good female lead model, you can make an impact in a young woman's life and show them that they don't have to be less than. Now, granted, you know, you can go across the genders on this one. But what can you do with your innate, beautiful skills to help impact the lives of other people? And that's my main message here is like, I received so much from people like Mike Gagliardi, people like John Wasserman when I moved into business for myself. These people made an indelible mark on my soul. And when I'm at my lowest, with everything that I've gone through, they serve as a beacon reminding me that it doesn't have to be that way as long as I choose not to allow it to. And that'd be my challenge in this episode is what can you do to help your community to give back? whether it's big brothers, big sisters, inside of a corporate role, if that's what you're doing, is there a junior person that you could bring along and help mentor? Because you have unique, special gifts in this life, and it's up to you to make sure that they get expressed into the world. You know, we only have a finite amount of time on this planet But if you can make an impact in the next generation, your legacy goes further. And that'd be my challenge and my ask at the end of this episode is, if you've got even half an hour a week that you can carve off of whatever you're doing to make an impact in somebody's life, do it. Don't walk, run to the next opportunity to make that happen, whether it's in a partnership with your local school or however else it's going to work. Make that difference in the world. Be the change that you want to see in the world. These are timeless lessons that unfortunately seem to get lost in the clutter and chaos of everyday life. But I stand to you as a testament to the power of simply taking the time To make an impact in a pimply-faced 11-year-old's life, I mean, that's 30 years later, and it's still an amazing message to me. I'm Mike Demo. I hope you enjoyed the content today. Go out there and make a difference.